Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. A podcast about everything under the sun. With your host, Omar. And JR. Let's get to it. Yo, 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 this your boy Fennell, also known as JR, and we are back again with the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. Unpopular Opinion. Yo, this is Omar. What's good, y'all? How y'all doing out there? Um, we want to go ahead and just go ahead and go straight into uh, introducing our guest, or how you been doing, bro? I'm good, bro. I just... Man. Back out here with the Rona. Man, this ain't. <laughs> I'm in and out, bro. It's like I might, I might go somewhere one day, and the next day I'm just like, yeah. you straight on it, I'm straight, bro. Right now I'm straight on it. So I'm, I'm telling like, you, it's real. Oh, trust me, bro. <laughs> I'm at home. It's real, bro. Rona on the way. And what I'm really, really realizing now with everybody, like, it's so hard for people to stay home. I don't understand it, like, bro. You gotta understand, bro. With the, but, but, you I said, but you made an interesting hey, Twitter bro, post. Hey, look, but okay, hey, okay, before okay, we get right, into right, that, go man, go ahead, man. Well, yourself, <laughs> introduce yourself, what? and then we're gonna introduce our guest, man. We got a very special guest, man. All right. Well, my name is Omar, also known as Nappyhead on Instagram, Twitter, all those feeds. Um, and we're just gonna go ahead and go straight into introducing our dish, introducing our guest. You want to go ahead and? Yes, sir. We got Marquise. The dirt master in the building, yes, man. Yes, sir. Mr. Uh, CEO himself. <laughs> yeah, man. How you doing, brother? I'm blessed. I can't complain, bro. Appreciate y'all for inviting me on this show. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure, man. man. We've we been meaning to have you on this show for a minute now, but I feel like right now is the time that we, you know, we have to chop it up with you and talk with you about all the different things that's going on in this Big the boy city, talk. The, uh, the nation, just everything, man. Definitely. I feel like, you know, you're doing your thing. So, what's up? How, how's life? Like, Oh, to be honest with you, I can't complain of being on the other side of the wall. You know, For being sure. in that situation, that's one of the most vulnerable places right now because they can't social distance. So, you know, that's one of the very soft spots. Um, and just being, you know, have my life right now. Being yeah. there, you know what I'm saying? Wake up right. every day. So, you know, I'm blessed. Yeah, like blessing. I say every day. So blessing. That's what's up, man. So what you doing, man? Like, t- talk about, you know, <laughs> you know, entrepreneurship. I know you got the um, Dirt Masters. Yeah, She's start like, off with your business. Very man, successful just kinda... business. So, yeah, so... Every time I talk about my business, I think it's only right I get into why I started my business, right? You know what I'm saying? So right. when I grew up, my mom used to always make us clean, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She used to do this story in there stuff, pull out the stove, pull out the refrigerator, clean behind it. So we used to do all the extra stuff, right? All the extra, <laughs> extra stuff. I'm always made me but, do the same thing. But, you know, it would have been to the point when I got incarcerated, you know what I'm saying? And that was one of the lowest points of my life, you know what I'm saying? And cleaning, for some reason, it made me free. It yeah. It made me feel good. So even still not thinking that's what I want to do, when I got sent to prison, I was at a youth count, so they called a gallery count, so it's a whole bunch of fightings and all that. So they took away all our rights, like no more TVs, no more canteen, a mm-hmm. uh, whole bunch of stuff, right? So we had to compete for it. And for like six months straight, my dorm came in first place because I was the houseman, so I had to make sure the house you know, was clean. clean or whatever. So I was like, if I can do this for free, yeah. you know, I'm going to do it when I get home. So you for know, sure. And I ain't started right away when I came home. I should have, but I think timing is everything. Um, but I started back in 2015. And what screams me, I guess, the way I came out of branding. You know, I used to work for a guy that had a printing company. And I seen he's taught me everything about branding, mm-hmm. and so that was one of my biggest things. Like, let me just jump out here and branding. That's what I did, and like, and it just kept a good name for myself in the community. And, you know, and kept doing good business. So that's what got me where I'm at now. So I'm to the point now where I'm done cleaning. I'm trying to grow the business now, for I'm sure, just, and be able to hire people and stuff. For sure. Have you hired anybody yet? I had some times when I have, um, but have like a staff that's on consistently, not yet. And that's what I'm working towards, too, instead of just bringing people on different projects and stuff. But have a staff that's like full around, year round, all the way around the board. Yeah, it's real interesting to see because like I, I saw it from like 
the beginning when you kind of started, right, and right. then just like your growth, like going from I remember we used to drive around with the <laughs> with, with your car and everything. I'm just like that's that's real Brandon right there. <laughs> you Bro, know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy about it is like you know how like right now entrepreneurship seems like it's like a, a trend, like kind of like a trend on fast. Everybody trying to start a business, but. At one point, you was like one of the first people, first people that jumped to out. actually be an entrepreneur, like yeah. in the hood at that, and like have a successful business. business. Like the way it's grown, like the way you promote it, the way you market it, yeah. it just seems like it's just so effective, and it's kind of like inspired and inspired so many yeah. people, bro. For, yeah. for sure, Little especially you know. especially coming from where, like like how you said, like coming from the situation that you came from, right. and like you know, what I'm saying just jumping out and starting it, and then where it went. From that all the way to where it is now is is really yeah. is I really think one of the biggest motivation. Points about that is just being humble. Like you yeah. know, what I'm I, it was people, people that I came across that had cleaning business for twenty something years. Mm-hmm. Instead of me thinking that that was my competition, I was like, I need to work with these people and see the stuff I need to learn. So I, I was humble at first, you know, what I'm sure. saying? still am. Yeah. Uh, and some people just think because somebody in the same field as you that is automatic competition. If you set your mind like that, you ain't gonna never grow. Never anywhere. go so anywhere. I had yeah. to go through, and I'm still like you know, what I'm saying still growing and still learning. And that's why. I yeah. think it would help me a lot the long way. For sure, for sure. So, um, if you don't mind me asking, um, how much, uh, how long were you incarcerated? So, all together, I received a youth offender plea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the youth offender plea is six years, and it, my sentence can't go no longer than that. So, I got it. My sentence was split, so I got two years in prison and then four years on probation. So, that's what the youth offender plea. Okay. Got you, got you, got you. Okay. So, what, what kind of... um. So basically, you being in prison, did like what? What did you learn from prison? Because I feel like I watched a lot of people go through prisons and prison and transition and come out, and a lot of people didn't take the same route that you took. Right. So what did you learn that out that would differentiate from what the next dude next, learned? Yeah. I think it was more like you know what I'm saying. You can be yourself in the way you at, and mm-hmm. that's why it gave me some discipline. Because the whole time I was incarcerated, I never get into, I ain't get into no fight. Yeah, now, I got a couple T eight T O H where it's test the heart. They want to see if you scared or whatever. Somebody uh-huh. coming there take, it. but I never got into no physical fight, and it was just simply because I stayed to myself. Yeah, and I wasn't scared to like to be different. You know how they say, oh, you go to church, or you when you go to jail, you want to go to church. But I grew up in the church, so I ain't, I, 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 I just followed the principles that I grew that was installed right. in me already. So yeah. I just wake up, go to church, go to work. And stay to myself. I ain't stay really, like, try to be with everybody. If I want to fight and do all that crazy stuff, I ain't have to try to prove myself to nobody. And it's the same thing out here, man. You just stay to yourself and got to try to prove yourself. And trouble don't come look for you, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Because yeah. people just don't bother people that ain't doing it. They right. look for the people that, that look like they just routed and all that yeah. stuff. So. How do you feel about, like, um, like prison reform and, like, like what people like Meek and I think um, even uh, it's, it's some other artists that are, that are kind of working with people, but, like, like, as as far as prison, like usually most people think you're supposed to go to supposed to be a rehabilitation of right, right. of you know of the individual. In but that, um, in that part, I mean, I appreciate everything Meek, Jay Z, and all of them doing. But I feel mm-hmm. like if you ask me, I feel like it, I feel like they started too late because they mm-hmm. been knew that a lot of this stuff been going on. So it's yeah. like if he would have never got jammed up, we would have been seeing that organization come out the way it did. But I yeah. appreciate it, and I think it's definitely needed. Yeah, if you ask me, I think. Jail is necessary because as a man, we got to be accountable for our actions, for right? Sure. So, and that's how I feel. Like, if you do the crime, you got to do the time, but I don't think it should be so much time. I don't think yeah. it take 20 to 15 years or 30 years for somebody to change their mind and stuff. So, 
And also, we got to create those opportunities for them while they're in jail so they can change their mindset. Because yeah. yeah. when you got a certain charge and you go to prison, it's certain things you can't participate in. Just, mm-hmm. say, if you got 15, 20 years, they won't let you go to school. So it's like this whole time you sit wow. down just rotting and stuff like that. So it def- it's definitely needed. Have you ever come across, like, a situation to where, like, because um, I know, like, Meek used to say, like, he, he did – time in jail but most of his time was done outside of jail as far as like you know probation and things like that so like i i heard you mention that you did two years in but then you did four years of probation and have you ever experienced like you having to kind of that be a a difficult situation as far as like doing the four years probation so the funny thing about it with me with my my sense is it was like if you do two years of probation good, you can get the other two years knocked off. Oh, okay, so, okay, you know, my okay. mindset was like, let me knock do these them, two, let these two, two years, years out yeah. stuff like that. But, you know, even then, you know, even coming in, I had runs in with the law. Like, that wasn't my first time. And it's like I had a, like, a couple more times running in with the law, but it took me really to change. But just sometimes being on probation, like, you got some officer that'll use that against your power. They'll pull you yeah. over and be like, oh, you know, you on probation, this and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it'd it be a st- sticky situation. A sticky sometimes. situation sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of run-ins with the law, like, how, like what, how do you feel about police brutality, Jesus. man? It's real. Like, you know, I know it's real. You know, even within Orange County, like, I didn't have some officer tell me some crazy stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, I didn't have officer tell me, like, oh, we better lucky we didn't catch you on the wrong side of town, like, you know what I'm saying? These are some of the white officers, but then again, I had some white officers that pulled me over and had some real nice conversations with me, yeah. and I had some black officers that just act versus the white officers, so, yeah. but it's real, though, and it's, yeah. we just got to be protected at all times. I think that, um, I think everything that we're seeing now had, has been going on, I, I, and, I, and I, honestly, I think it was probably worse, um, you know, going back to, like, you know, Rodney King and those different type of situations, like, I think they've been doing it, I right. just think now we got smartphones and these cameras yep. is being recorded, and now it's like a trend to like <laughs> record the police whenever they pull you over. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. it's like I definitely think it was worse back then, but now it's like it's crazy to see it come to the forefront. We're seeing it like hands on, like on right, our right, iPhones. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like my son is seeing this stuff. Like like he could go on my phone and like find right, these these up. videos of like you know police <laughs> shooting. Unarmed black men, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, I, I, it's a crazy situation with everything going on. Um, what do you think needs to happen, bro, like to stop police brutality? So for one, I think we got to install into our kids what's predominantly in the black community that being a police ain't a bad thing. And to yeah. then start, we getting people that really got integrity, that really want to serve the community and really want to protect people and fill those positions, then I think we'll be all right. And to then, like right now, like in the community, nobody want to be the police because they think it's a bad thing. <laughs> right, like growing right, up, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like playing yeah. cops and robbers. Everybody want to be the robbers. Nobody want to be the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. we got to be able to have that legitimate conversation. Like, man, being a police is not bad. It's how you, That's how how you, you do it. How yeah. you carry yourself in that position. So. Yeah. So, so with that, I feel like with kids – Influence plays a big role in how kids, you know, what they deem is what's cool and what's, what's cool not. and what's not. So, yeah. do you think like the music that we're listening to are influencing these kids to think a certain way when it comes nah, to that? I, I, I definitely don't think the music at all. I think, man, because people are gonna have they can make up their own mind, man. Somebody can rap about whatever, but you got the power to be like, you know, ain't gonna go out here and go do what that is. So, right. like, yeah. Because let me, I love my trap music. I got, I keep keep me motivated. To be yeah. Me. So. And I ain't doing stuff that they talking about. So yeah. I honestly think that's an excuse. And I think we use that as a pro community. Like, it's the music, music. It ain't the music. You know what I'm saying? But influence do play a big role if the kids see that the people who are making that music show them a different route how to do stuff because they'll pick right. on to that as well. I do I do think it's I do think it's society. I don't know. Music does play a small part in it. But I think the big picture is just like, 
the OGs having a sit down with the young right, kids. Right, like, right. You know what I'm saying? It's it's you know if you're gonna go to school, go to go to school to be something that's gonna benefit your community. Definitely, definitely. And I I think I think um I think. I don't have any issues with police. I, I have family members that, that have been police officers, you know. Um, and I tell some of my friends that, you know, that are interested in becoming police officers, like, if you're going to do it, have a have a, have a have a goal in mind on Definitely. what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? If, you're, if your goal is to, uh, I don't know, get a certain amount of kids in this community to go to college or get a certain amount of kids to, you know, do, do this, make sure you right. have a, a goal in mind when you're becoming a police officer, right. you know, don't just do it just for the money. Definitely, and that's definitely. what it's seeming like it's going on. Like people are just, they, they get into these situations. And like they're not, they don't have any type of heart for the, the work they doing. You right. know what I'm saying? It'd definitely be like, and what I hate is about it is like, man, we got a lot of black police that be a part of these departments. Why won't hit them speaking up? Exactly. So it's be like, what's exactly. the issue? Like y'all in there, like tell some of these locker rooms up. Like exactly. we know some of the stuff in wrong. So that what make me be thinking like it's more than just it, me too. it has to be it has to be more to it. It has to be more to it. Yeah man. I mean I like me just you know hearing you talk about police brutality and how like some you experience some black cops actually you know, doing some of the stuff. Sometimes I feel like even them themselves, like they basically are in a whole world of themselves, and it's kind of like mm-hmm. they're influenced by. It look it's like it looks like they're being influenced <laughs> internally, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't like, know what it, it's to it's abuse weird. power, right? But you know, I know some good cops. Like you know, some good cops. I know some bad cops too. And like you said before, I feel I really feel like. The way we're raising our kids now, I feel like it's very important that we kind of like uh, motivate our kids and influence them to be more than just not saying that they can't be athletes or they can't be rappers because the black we're, we're talented. Black yeah. people are talented. We yeah. could do a lot of different things. Yeah. I know some people that can hoop, rap, but I'm pretty sure they're smart too. Yeah, I feel like us, like you know, we're we the OGs now, man. We yeah. 29, 30. You know, we we You'll be thirty it. this year. Oh, I'll be dance. thirty this year, and I feel like now <laughs> we we have kids, and I feel like now we and that we, kids are getting to the age to where like now right. they're, they're, they're they're figuring getting themselves they're set, up, they're, fi- they're figuring things out, and we, we we have to be able to just you know talk to them and, and 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 inspire them to be more than just what society labels them. Yeah. You know, like okay, boom, he black, he got dreads, he probably ran fast, and he could play football. Probably, yeah. you know, that's a, that's the a statistic, that's the stereotype. Right. 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 You know, so I just we feel like gotta get away we, from we should have more programs and more, uh, you know, different things that could influence these kids to kind of like want to be more, you know what I'm saying, street, strive for, uh, you know, even if it's being a, a doctor or, mm-hmm. you know, someone that works in a judicial system yeah. or even, you know, even being getting into politics. I know yeah. a lot of people ain't on that, but we need these, we need more we need these kids to be in these high positions because yeah. when things get out of hand and we don't have any power. At the, we all, we got, all we got is marching and protesting. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. Because we're on the bottom of the food chain. Right. Yeah, and I know it. we said we didn't want to jump into politics, but it can't. But that's the reason why sometimes, like myself, I be angry at certain black people that's in political position. They're mm-hmm. not grooming none of us up under them, right? Man. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Why. The reason we come in and fight at y'all because we were taught to fight when something ain't right, and we yeah. see that y'all not doing it right, so we're not going to not fight against you because you're black, and yeah. black people got to realize that we got to hold each other accountable too, yeah. and if you're holding me accountable for something wrong, I should be all right with it and fix it and move forward, but in, in certain, you know, Orange County, and I can speak of it, when we try to hold certain people in, 
or accountable, they get mad or they cut you off or they cut mm-hmm. resources off or they'll tell other people not to mess with you, but they're not telling the real story. The real so we gotta story, be, yeah. Saying, we got to move people like that out of the way, though. Yeah, you know? yeah. So do you think protesting is effective, like an effective way to make change? So me, I don't protest just pretending because I feel like we've done it too long, but I think it's needed. It's part of the culture, right? Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what it is. But like even like in the midst of this whole pandemic thing, I was against protesting because I was like, first, if we're going to protest, we need to make sure that we got these people protected with the, the right safely. to give. We got, you know what I'm saying, um, we advertise and they need to go get the coronavirus test and stuff like that. It's like our people just going out there for a reason. So I think protesting is good if you can if you organize it and do it the right way. But if you're not, then it's just everybody everywhere. Same like Trayvon Martin. Like, we, yeah. we protest, we ride, and we really ain't get nothing that we wanted at all. So but if we would have prestigiously did it the right way, I think it would have been good. But I think the culture of it is, is always needed. Right, right, right. That's cool. I, I don't I, – I don't – I see a lot of uh, I see people kind of like bash people who don't protest because like there's people in the in the forefront I feel like that do the protest like you know that, there's right, people right. that 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 do that action car and then there's people that kind of fall back into mm. the shadows and you know they kind of like well I'm gonna attack this way right, I'm, I'm gonna try to figure out this state attorney and see, you know, right. the things they've done. Let me do my research on voting. Let me do, you know what I'm saying? And I, so I see, I see the pro like sometimes protesters uh, go against the people that are trying to like, go a different. they might try to go a different way. You know, everybody, everybody's not a protest. I don't, I don't you know. Like, what's crazy. You know? The crazy thing about that is I remember I made like, after I went off to protest, I ain't gonna lie. I felt some type of way. When I came back, I made a post basically addressing people that didn't protest. Mm. And I was basically like, Damn, like we out here protesting. And what y'all doing? And y'all, what y'all doing? Y'all out here chilling. Yeah. And it's crazy because you know how I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. a type of person when I make posts like that, I'm open for, to, for dialogue. dialogue. I, yeah. I want to see, see what people want to say. Talking about. Yeah. That way, I can see other mindsets. I like, mm. you know, I like to re- see other people's perspectives on right, things. Definitely. People think I just like to argue, you but just, a lot you of just, times you just kind of laugh. I like out to know. Though. I like to know how <laughs> other people think. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I, I like that. But that's the only way. And crazy in the black community, and it probably could be different in other races. But just because we black, I, I like to say that. That's how we get conversations started by saying right. something controversial. If we don't, then it's like somebody will skip over your post and won't even exactly. pay attention. Exactly. But if you say something, it's like you got to agitate people as well. Right. So exactly. So, uh, and know, I don't know what struck me to really just, but I, I, I don't know if it might was your post because I, I really don't get on Facebook like that. But I've just, I've just seen a lot of people kind of attack the people who weren't protesting. It's just like, why, why, like, why are you attacking me? You don't know what I'm doing, right? right. You know right. What I'm saying? That, and that's a, that's the crazy thing about it. I was getting to that where I, Womack got on there. Uh, shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to him. And you That's know, good. he basically spoke his mind on it, and he yeah. basically, you know, opened up and gave me a whole new perspective on, you yeah. know. So a lot of times, you know, I just think, okay, this is how I feel. But when everybody started talking on the post, I realized, like, dang, you know what? He's right. There are so many people out here that are fighting for change every day, every day, doing yeah. something else other mm-hmm. than protesting. Other than protesting. So if I'm out there protesting in the rain, that's my way to express. My dissatisfaction with yeah, right. you know what's going on, and if I feel like it's being it's effective, then cool. But what he feels like he's doing is effective. That's then, cool then too. That's at the cool end of the day, too. if everybody's doing their part, everybody we can all meet and talk is. together. You that's know what it is. And what I've that's learned from having different views from a lot of people and sitting at a lot of tables, you found out that everybody got the same end goal. Yeah, yes. we just want to get to it a different way. But and all it takes is bringing those together. Like, all right, y'all gonna do protests and we are gonna do that, and then and we come together and talk about it. Right. But if you don't never come together, everybody gonna be like, oh, they doing this I ain't, I ain't messing with them because they right. doing that and you think that your way the only way right but you bring yeah. it together and still realize alright we can go the same way different ways maybe just bring it back together at the end so yeah. right. So that for brings sure, me sure. to this so voting 
man, when I talk about voting, you're going to get 50% of the crowd saying, yes, we, everybody needs to vote. And the other, other half are saying, man, voting, <laughs> they don't count our vote. Voting ain't nothing. So how do you feel about voting, bro? So so in that situation, right, and I, always, and I had to maturely go to this point, right, because I'd be out in the community talking to people predominantly about voting, right? And you got to realize, and our community's got a legitimate reason to say that, and it's just for the fact that years before us, people come to our communities, and they lied to our community, so our community lost the trust. So when people tell me that, I'm like, what can I do to gain their trust? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back in 2014, when we was talking about the voting rights for felons, when we say returning citizens, a lot of people really wasn't you really, really catching you on. You were really adamant in that. And as you start fun. going and picking up in the media, people start to realize that it was real, and they start coming around. So it's like, we got to give people a reason and show them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If not, we can't do that, but... And when you talk about voting, a lot of people in our community, we just think about the presidential elections, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and to be honest with you, for the first time in my life, the only time I ever felt the, pre- the, the effect from the president was the stimulus check because it came yes. directly right. <laughs> and right. I say to me. all of us, we just wanted to, you know what I'm saying? We never felt it, but we feel locally. And that's when our, when I'm saying, our communities don't show up to the polls in these local elections, right? Mm-hmm. i give you an example of it in Orlando race on the Buddy Diary last election. We got 120,000 people that's registered to vote in Orlando that could have voted in that election. How many people do you think voted in that election? Just out of 120,000. Uh, I'm going to throw a 20%. number out there. I say, I say you said 120,000? Yeah. I say 20,000. Yeah. So roughly around, we had 25,000 people showed up. Jesus. And it was a big, it was a, a big disconnect. But, you know what I'm saying, it's because a lot of people, they don't know about the local elections. They local don't think elections. of how powerful the local elections is. Um, for instance, you know what I'm saying, we put judges, you know what I'm saying, the judges that sit on the bench, they're they're elected officials as well. Right. And it just all come down to voter education. And then sometimes you got the old generation that think that stuff got to be done a certain way. So mm-hmm. and you tell them, like, man, it's a whole different generation out here. Sometimes yeah. we got to get their influence. Like, I was just talking to my AD. I was like, man, you got little baby them. Call the baby them and tell them we need to do a commercial or something. It's just how you present, you put that information to certain people. Wait, who you called? <laughs> who you hit up? It's about little baby. Just call Wait, the, no, who you supposed to phone number? My ED. No, no, no. Yo, ED, ED who that is? You mean, what, what, what ED mean? Executive director of an organization. He, he, he could reach out to little baby? We got some people. We got, we see, we got John oh, Legend. Sad. We got John Legend. We had, we did the John Legend concert. Not only that, John Legend did a lot of work with us on ground. We went to Miami. Um, he knocked on doors with us. Wow. Um, so we got a lot of connections in that, man. It's just, you know, I be telling them, like, you got to push it out. Cause sometimes you got to push it out. Like, you never yeah. know what you're getting. how you preach. People take, they take stuff. Like, I can tell somebody one thing, and if they don't really know me like that, and if Fennell tell them the same thing, because they know Fennell, they're going to take it more, you know what I'm saying, from Fennell. Than right. Got you, got so. you, got you. True, yeah, true, I true. think I think um, for the most part, me, I'm just gonna speak on my 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 experience. Um, I was kind of the same way. I always thought presidential, presidential. You know what I'm saying? Like my first time really voting was with Obama. Well, to boy, be honest with you, I don't even think I voted. Boy, you ain't vote. <laughs> boy. I don't even, I don't I don't, even sit up here a lot. I, 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 did, I didn't. I didn't vote for. I, I didn't go vote. But that was my first time actually being kind of feeling feeling like I was involved in the election right, because right. it was a black president. He was a nigga. Everything that was going on. <laughs> that's all he cares about. Still ain't, it still ain't going to vote. Right. <laughs> but that's what a lot of us did, though. Like, I couldn't vote yeah. at the time, but we did it just because it, it was a black person. Well, because it was a black person. Yeah. So that was my first time kind of, you know, being involved with that. Right. I mean, I think at the time, I think I, I, we just was like turning like 18, 19, 20, right, right. around that age. So it was my first time being able to really vote anyway. Right, right. Um, after that, um, I did get myself to, together to vote, you know, against Trump. So I, you know, I, you know, I, I, I participated in that. But after that, I was kind of like, you know what? Um, I kind of came to to a realization that uh, 
with my age and and what I have going on with my family and things like that, it's almost getting to the point now to where like we can't not have these conversations. We can't right. not get into right. politics. We cannot, you know what I'm saying? Like my son is getting to the age where he's going he's going to be going to, you know, he goes to public school, so it's like these people who are, you know, over education or these people who are right, right. judges who, you know what I'm saying? Like, like now I'm like, okay, I need to kind of know who the judges is because if my son, when he turns 16, if he, you know, makes a mistake, messes up and he goes to, he goes to, you know, goes to jail and we got to figure out, you know, what right, judge right. is there, you know, I, I need to be involved in that. Definitely. Right? You get what I'm saying? So that's really what kind of like struck my mind to where it's like, okay, yo, president, it's cool, and like you said, you know the the real only of uh, result of the presidential election I was just like I got my stimulus check, and I stimulated the economy with that check. I was there. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Omar with a whole with an outfit on right now. My dog got the new shoes, they, and new jeans. Hey, listen, they said another one. I'm stimulating the economy with that one too. But but um, but yeah, like you said, like that was the only time where I actually felt like that was a uh, something that I got from the president. Right. So now I'm thinking like, okay, I have to. After you know, I I just um set up my my um my voting uh, thing to so I register can vote. to vote. Well, no, I've been registered to vote, but I always went to uh went to my went to my voting uh, station. Right. Um. But now I set it up to where like I can vote from home now. Right. So you know oh, what I'm saying? Like, like, I actually like you know with everything going on, I'm like yo, I'm gonna make sure. Um, you know, if I could vote early, that's cool. But I just know with everything going on, like right. it's probably gonna get crazy. You know, with with voters, so. and it all just ties back to voter education, man. Like yeah. that's one of the things. Like I'm trying to kick off even next year is getting our people involved into voter education, teaching about the Republican Party, teaching mm-hmm. about the Democrat Party. Because sometimes we think, and a lot of people don't even like to have a conversation. But if you ask me, and I'm a Democrat, but yeah. the Democrats done more worse to the black community than the Republicans ever right. did, right? So, but we don't like to talk about that. But you know what I'm saying? Because if you think about small business owners, we like the stuff that Republicans want when it come down to saying economics and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Think about the Democrat Party; they want to feed us and take care of us. Yeah. So we don't need that in our community. We need to that empowerment. Yeah, so yeah. until we can get our power, our power back, back, just that voter education that we need. So yeah, that's, that's big and it's crazy because. Me, my first time ever voting, bro. I'm like, to be honest with you, when when Obama was running, <laughs> I was just like you, man. I was excited, but I ain't never go vote because we was. I, I, I we was, a, yeah, was we was first, younger then, and I, we, that was the first time I was of age to vote. So to yeah. me, it was still like, okay, Whatever. cool. Y'all I'm still y'all was following into that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next time around was when Trump. And, I and was to like, me, that was a whole circus. I'm just like, bro, I don't want no parts of this. I got you. My first time ever voting, bro, was literally this past um last was it last year when we uh literally had judges, mm-hmm. uh people in the house, the Senate, bro. When I say it felt so good to sit there and actually, but school district attorneys, school district attorneys, right, right. all of that, bro, like yeah. mayors. Everything, bro. Yeah. And I feel like I felt so Superintendent, involved. Superintendent, yeah, yeah all I that. had the power, you know, to to basically choose. To you know, saying be a part of who's you know, who who who's gets governing to be, my thing, my every day to day to be my right, my, right. my community. Yeah. you know, so to me, that, it felt good, and it's something that I want to continue to do because I feel like that's important when it comes to building our our um communities and and all of that. It, it starts here, bro. Yeah, it does. It starts here, so we have to make sure we are putting people in power, people in place that actually are. Ground zero. Right? Yeah. Definitely. You yeah. Know? Yeah, we have people. And even that, like, when you come down to running, man, it got to be done strategically done, right? Because you'll have six people trying to run for a seat, 
And it's like, you know what I'm saying? We got to be, them same six people should have a meeting before just like, all right, who got the most popular vote? Yeah. Who got the most experience? Who, yeah. who the community going to go behind? Go behind, yeah. And if we don't do that, we end up splitting the vote and somebody mm-hmm. else that we don't want to win, he's just sneaking the win. So it got to be strategically done. Like, to be honest with me, I'm trying to flip Orange County, like, so it could be the most progressive county in the state of Florida because I feel like what well, Orange County and Orlando go, the, the other state, the rest of the city of the state follow behind. Follow behind, behind yeah. We definitely got to have sure. that. So. For sure, up, for sure. So, you know, we got kids, man. So, like, what what advice would you give to the younger generation when it comes to, you know, what to expect and, you know, some of the things that they should, you know, follow, some of the, I don't know, man, just what do you think they should they should know, man? So the first thing I always, you know, even one of the, one of the things I tell my kids is, like, you know what I'm saying, think before you act, right? So I punish my kids every time they do something. I try to put, like, a, put it in their mind. It's like sometimes when you do something, you may not be able to come back from that mistake. Right. Mm-hmm. So I stay on it. So I was one of the biggest things just think because I don't – we know how to use our minds. We know what the hell we be doing. Yeah, like, no, for sure. Like, for so sure. Just, just think before you're doing it. You think it's going to lend you somewhere else. Just don't do it at all. But other right. than that, live life, have fun. You're going you're gonna to experience stuff. But just just think and just think of the results after that. So that's the like, advice I give people because we still learning. I still make mistakes. But it's a, a mistake is different from going out and committing a crime. It ain't, it ain't yeah, a mistake. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. messing up in life is different. Right. So that's yeah. the advice I have. Just think before you do stuff. My main thing with with my son, I wanted to make sure that he was raised. I don't I don't want him to be raised off of like a fairy tale type. Right, right. I want you to be raised off of reality. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And, and reality is, you know, going out in today's world, you know, a, a black young man is not really, you know, we're not we're not really see, like seen in the clearest of light, right? Um, so you know that's reality right now, and I feel like uh, if I could teach him about reality, the things that possibly can happen um, when you're doing certain things, you know, if you 18 years old and you out riding with five of your homeboys, you know, it's a possibility y'all might get pulled over, right? You know what I'm saying? It's a possibility that y'all, you know, you could get pulled over. They might stereotype y'all. They might, you know, that's that's reality right now. So Definitely. it's like I want to prepare him for those things so that he knows, like, okay, my daddy told me, like, if I get into this situation, what could happen? Right. And I want you to always be um, on go. I want you to, you know, I want your mind to always think, like, uh, I don't know. I just, I, just, I just want your mind to be able to kind of, React to these certain situations in the, in the in the best possible in a way, calculated way, you know, and, right. and, and and don't don't you know don't overthink situations, but be able to you know think with some type of you know strategic, Composure. yeah, right. you know, don't 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 don't. I, I see like we get pulled over, you know, we, we instantly act off of like emotion. Right? Why are you pulling me over? Yeah. What's going on? You yeah. know, you know, right? Like, and and me for the most part, when I get pulled over, you know, I kind of I. I think with everything in my mind on like what's going on, but at the same time I kind of try to okay, right? Boy, you know, let's, ch- let's remember how I used to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to make sure my son's not like you. <laughs> Are you giving a hell? This man, for, oh my god, man, what's going on? I'm like, Jim, relax. Bro. I'm like, nah, bro, <laughs> bro, they just messing with. Him. I'm like, bro, really? The man wasn't even messing with you. You, 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 you agitated the guy to have to do everything that he did, hey, and he gave you like seven tickets for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you could have. I just, I just don't want my son, son to go through that, and like, you know, it's like a situation that you could have avoided. Right, definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. So that's what's up, man. So. Yes. Go ahead. What what's what is your what 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 do, what do you think, you know? Oh, well, 
to be honest with you, bro, like just me growing up the way I did, I feel like my parents, they did a great job mm-hmm. with me, but they did not prepare me for this world, bro. Like mm-hmm. my parents gave me that. They kind of taught me in a way where I thought the world was going to be a fairy tale. You know, because yeah. they always, you know, they were always hopeful. They were optimistic. And they always told me, yo, you know, Fennel, you're a star. You're going to always shine. You're going to always be this. You're going to always be that. They never talked about failure. They never talked about not having this, not having mm. that. They never talked about, you know, coming across obstacles. They always told me, no matter what, you're going to win. Yeah. That's a good lesson to teach somebody. Yeah. But when they go into that real world and they do <laughs> fail yeah. and they do come across an obstacle that, you know. How are you going to deal with it? At that point, that can crush your spirit, you crush bro. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Just me growing, growing throughout life, bro. I've came across so many different obstacles that I feel like crushed my spirit, bro. Because yeah. my parents always made me think life was gonna be easy, bro. Yeah. I've overcame <laughs> a lot of things just basically learning on my own how to get through it. You know what I'm saying? Based off of experience, bro. And I know a lot of people wouldn't make it through a lot of shit that I went through. Not yeah. saying that I'm like, I was like, just, out in the trenches. You know, I got you. it's not like that. It's more so, you know. Emotional, oh, yeah. you know, mental, things, mentally, yeah, you know, yeah. challenges like that, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. And just me going through the experiences that I've been through, man. It, I just like when I look at my kids now, it's kind of like I've always want to, you know, let them know, like, you know, although I feel like you're gonna always make it in life, just know, like, it's it's not gonna be easy, bro. Yeah, you're gonna come across so many different things, it's, yeah, and yeah. everything won't go as planned. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing that I planned in life. It never happened that way, bro. Yeah. And I feel like right now, me as me being an adult, now I have a little bit of control as to where I can take my where life. Where you can take But it, as a yeah. child, as a teenager, yeah. boy, that road was, that road was taking like, detours, boy. We <laughs> was on else. detours as kids, yeah. man. So it's like, there. You know what I'm saying? Just I just feel like a lot of my discipline, you know, like a lot of the things my parents instilled in me back then, I'm starting to see it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's after the fact that I had to experience what I right, experienced right. to come back to that yeah. to say, okay, this is what they meant. This is what they was talking about when they was trying to tell me, you know, when – when I was trying to go to sleep over at Omar's house, and they said no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. You know, yeah. not that per se, but just no, no, no. You I know, you. they, they protected me so much from the world that you know what I'm saying. By the time I got out do here, you it think was you would, do you jungle. Think, bro. Do you think you was shel- you were sheltered in a sense? I was sheltered. I don't, I don't think you were sheltered like how some people I feel like were sheltered. But bro, this is Omar. <laughs> when me and you became friends, bro, I was in my rebellious. State, but remember, oh, yeah, remember when I got kicked out the house and I was yeah. So that, but that's not well. I guess that's what I was, was mainly that was really a rebellious era, bro. That was that was me basically lashing out, leaving the house on some. Bro, I'm finna see what it's like out here, bro. I'm from Miami, over here in my house. I'm from Miami, bro. I'm from I'm from Miami, bro. Like the neighborhood that I'm from was not a good neighborhood, bro. Yeah. But guess what? I'm a. I ain't never turned out like nobody that I was around, bro. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. my parents kept me in that house, bro. I couldn't step out there, bro. Yeah. It was crazy out there, bro. Yeah, and then yeah. they moved us over here thinking, well, we got to get y'all away from these kids. <laughs> it ain't no better in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Might be worse. <laughs> Listen, bro. So, I mean, you know, oh, just, we just got to basically teach our kids, you know, basically direct them in the right direction. Yeah, please. Make sure. Yeah, man. Please, because they're the future, boy. I mean, when I tell you this up up and coming generation is going to be very, very impacted on the things that are going on right now, and that's how that's how I look at it. So I feel like I have to really, really um, do my due due diligence to um, just be as involved as I can, you know, as a father, as a um, as a son, you know, anthropologist. 
Anthropologist. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm do that right now. Hey, but, no, our listeners are really gonna really they gonna know where it came from. <laughs> hey, they don't even get that joke. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll explain it to y'all later. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, like, but we really need it this year, man. 2020, I feel like is really putting pressure on us, you know, to basically kind of like relearn a lot of the things that we originally knew. Yeah. Uh, basically strengthening our community because, yeah. bro. A topic that I've seen recently was black women saying that they don't feel like black men protect, protect them. them. And it's crazy to me. I when I first that. seen it, it threw me off. I'm like, what you mean? They're like, yeah, black men don't go as hard for women the way black women go as hard for men. And it's crazy because I didn't believe it at first until um, the mother of my child, she basically, basically, she told me, okay, why don't you test it out? So you know what I did? I got on social media one day and I just tested it out just to see how people reacted to these posts. I made two posts. I made a post asking women to um I forgot what it was. To I think cash it was out money or something, to, wasn't it? To 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 cash out a black king today or something like that. Yeah. Or like just to show see, a black king a, some love. I see today. a black king. And it was nothing queen but women. Post. Women I just showing nothing. love, bro. I'm talking about my whole time I was I women just showing black men love. Saying oh, it was black. Women say something that you love about black men. Oh, okay, I saw and that one. I so that many one. women expressed what they loved about black men, and I made a post. I think uh, next day, and I was like, I "Black men, uh, uh, you know, say some things that you love about black." <laughs> That's women. when I said, uh, "Bro, the, the booty." When post. I say it was like twenty yeah. dudes saying nothing, or I don't, like, bro, dudes was just bashing women. Yeah, and it's like, dang, and it and it, it took it took. I, me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. I will say. That I do feel like black men are easily turned away from black women. Definitely. I will say that. Because the number, the number of um people that I know that are black that get different other uh races is way more is is way higher than the number of women that I know who right. date other races. And I think I will be, say that. Yeah. That and that could be probably one of the biggest so I don't think that. We we don't protect them. I think I would argue the fact that do they allow us to protect them? Right. That's another. Then, that's another thing like, too. You know what I'm saying? Because we just like you could be an instance like you know, I, and I tried it one day. I was downtown, right? And when I go out sometimes, sometimes I just put on anything just because I be comfortable, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it is the reaction from a female won't speak to you versus me all dressed up, whatever, not even knowing who I am in life or whatever. And I just like, hey, how you doing? Like, oh, why are you speaking to me? So it's yeah. like they, the women got to, not all, but some of the black women got to take account of like they attitudes, they demeanor. Not every man is not out. You know what I'm saying? They want to have but, sex with yeah. you. So it's but, like, but we <laughs> have to take into account that someone will not allow you to protect them if they don't feel as if they don't feel safe. Right. And I understand. Definitely. I under, and that's why I say I understand both ends of it. Right. Because we we've. All, all of us, we've been trained to kind of go against one another, always be right. at odds with each other. You know, right. I can say me, I love black women. Right, definitely. Oh, of course, boy. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But at the same time, black women they do make it hard sometimes, and we do, and and, and, and vice versa. Men, I, I've seen, I've seen numerous situations where men are doing crazy things to black women. You know what I'm right, saying. Right, and definitely. it's just so it's 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 like both of us do need to hold each other accountable. Right. You know what I'm saying? If we're going to be together, we have to, we have to kind of like, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, 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 it's pulling tub, but it's just, we have to find a median with everything, you know, with us. Right. So 
this is my perspective on it, right? So, us being men, we're we're leaders, oh, sure. we're protectors, we're we're supposed to be we're supposed to be powerful. Sure. Like me right now, I weigh what. One one seventy, one seventy. Think about gonna, it like we gonna this. We gonna get into that right now. No, no. Just think about All it like right. this, bro. I weigh one seventy, right? Uh-huh. My counterpart, like a woman that I date, mm-hmm. women are naturally smaller than men, weaker yeah. than men. You know, physical wise. So, just by nature, by by physical nature, we are supposed to protect them. That's what yeah, we sure. were. Our 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 DNA. Yeah. Everything we're built of is made to protect women. Yeah. Right. So, throughout our lives, bro. We can't sit here and point fingers at women the same way they point fingers at us. And we saying, oh, y'all wrong. No, y'all wrong. Y'all do the same thing to us. I'm not going to lie. I do that, too. Yeah. I can sit there and tell a woman, oh, yeah, you bash me just as much as I bash you. But that's not going to get nowhere. At, one, at some point, we have to take accountability and become those leaders that they are expecting us to be and lead them, you know what I'm saying, and protect them how we were destined to protect them. And I get exactly what you're saying, but... Also, you know, like how you saying each one, you know, we, we don't want to sit here and point fingers, but everybody has to be able to come to a realization that Definitely. they've done wrong. You get what I'm saying? Women Facts. have to understand that they they bash men and men have to uh, once we get to that media and we understand, OK, that's what we do. All right. Boom. So now let's move. Let's move forward in a, in a way to where like, OK, you're going to allow me to protect you now. You you forgive me for the things that I've done to you. So you saying so, that women you know, should open up to us first? I think, I, no, 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 no. I think I think that everybody should be able to come to come to an agreement to where like we're going to move forward with this. Right. If you're if you're if you're a black woman, stop saying that. Stop saying stop saying stop saying things like uh, niggas is lame. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> I'm saying like if you're a black, I see I see like a lot of black women like they they give up on black men. They're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give me a white guy, right? You know, that, black men that do that stuff, too, though. But, but, black, not, but that's what I'm saying. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Daddy's Both still, of us have to stop that because right. it's like that's hurtful things that we doing to each other. Right? It, we're never gonna be together like that. Right. If we if we come to an agreement, we're like we're gonna stop. You guys stop. Let's come together. Let's make it work. Right. Then let's do that. But then again, I think a, a big role in it comes into it is that how a woman was raised. Yeah, it's like if you ask me, I'd be like, "Damn, like I like I wish African American women was raised like Haitian girls was because it's like it just seemed like they got more, more even island girls. Yeah, like they got more morals and standards for themselves than American girls do. That is very then true. If their dad is not there, if they never had their dad, and like they really don't that know what plays type a of part man as, well. as well. Because you have someone be like, oh. Like, it'd be a whole generation of women like they only want to dr- date the drug dealers. And mm-hmm. if you ain't a drug dealer, you don't look as right. pleasing. And not mm-hmm. even saying, this drug dealer may not even have more than me. But yeah. it, it looked like he do, right. but he yeah. don't. So then it's like they go through their phrase again, ran through the drug dealers. Now they want a king. Yeah. So, it's like, <laughs> so it's like, you know what I'm saying? So they have their faults as well, though. But we yeah. all have faults. It's just like, we all have faults, dog. It's just that if that's what we're going to do, we're going to move forward. We all have to hold ourselves accountable and forgive each other once we forgive each other then we can move forward right but if we constantly doing a little bickering back and oh yeah you know i'm i'm gonna I'm, I'm go get me a white woman uh, i'm gonna go do this that's not that ain't pushing that's not pushing the agenda that we're trying to do here right you know what i mean so yeah. i don't know that's just my opinion on it you know <laughs> all right so yeah we gonna we gonna we gonna close on that man we'll continue about these topics another thank time thank you so man. much marquise for coming through listen Always, it's man. been a pleasure man i feel like when I leave this table, man, I done learned so much. Yeah, for sure. You know, the, the insight that you have, man, I, I love it, man. I love Anytime. the positive energy, bro. Anytime, man. Hit my phone or we talk about whatever. I'm yeah, sir. so talk, talk, let, let the people know, man, how to contact you, how to, you know, yeah, follow you on social media. So I'm on Facebook now. I'm, I'm maxed out at friends, bro. <laughs> 
Dang, no, everybody can't be matched no, up with but, friends. No, like if somebody come, Five, like, if somebody Five, come follow me or whatever, I, I, I add them. I uh-huh. delete somebody that I haven't been communicating with just to uh-huh. see them as my new. But you know, Marquise McKenzie on Marquise McKenzie Senior on Facebook, okay. or you can look up the Dirt Master CEO on Instagram, or for just sure. type in the Dirt Master and it'll come up. So for I'm, sure, for sure. I'm open to have any conversation with anybody. I like dialogue and just having fun with it. So see me out, speak to me. Some people, you know, randomly. One thing about it, I, I would never change my culture. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, how far I get in life, I love my culture. I'm still going to hang out. I'm still going to be with my friend. I just That's think and move a little different. But right. I love yeah. my culture as a black man, and I'm going to keep that. You know I right. grew up in the project, so you may still see me in see the project. See me? Oh, that's right. But you know, we, we, it's, it's always a good sight to see um, community leaders still, you know, still in the same areas that still they around. grew from. They you know, because at that point, you being there, you can be an influence to the kids that are growing up there now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So man, that's I, a good and thing. And I ended on this note, man. It, you'll, you'll be surprised. Like, so I, I mentor inside the jails, right? So they be trying to pull my car and be like, well, I'm from this area. Who you know? And I end up naming all the people they know, right? And just say one on, get out. And when they get out, and then they see me in that same area, but they see the people they looking up, like saluting the media, Around, it make them yeah. look different. So it's like when the street people like salute you, and it's like it's on the right that you stay there and keep it humble like that because yeah. like I said, it showed the other generation like, dang, the person I look up to that's getting money in the streets, they look up to the one that ain't in the yeah, streets. Right. Like, which way I need to go and stuff like right. that. So it, that, it's a balance. Our generation that's coming up, they're very visual. They're, they're very like, yeah. I they have to see it to believe right. it type. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you can't just talk to them. Yeah. Right? They got to see it. <laughs> so, yeah, so, man, that's it, man. Omar, right. what's your social media? My social media is nappyhead. Uh, four Ds at the end. Don't say a word because I know you want to say it. Don't do it. <laughs> that's yeah. on everything. I'm. On Twitter, I'm on uh, Facebook, Omar <sighs> Cisse. <laughs> and it's so easy to spell that last name, S-I-S-E. Um, I'm not popping like that on Facebook like my boy is, but <laughs> chill, um, I'm chill. there occasionally. But yeah, man, y'all can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at J-R dot. That's J-A-Y-Y-A-R-R-D-O-T, man. I talk about everything. You know, we can have everything this. under the sun. To everything be under you. the sun. <laughs> everything under the sun. Even everything. on Facebook, if you want to get going on a topic, uh, it's Fennel Jean Baptiste. That's F as in Frank E N E L. Oh, last name Jean Baptiste. If you don't know how to spell it, figure it out. And we out. <laughs> All right, we out. If you like what you heard, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe, and connect with us on social media at Unpopular Opinion Podcast underscore. <laughs>